Hi friends, welcome to season two. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. It's true, not everyone is an Enneagram One perfectionist, but it is my firm belief that our world today suffers from a lot of the destructive and deceptive lies that perfectionism has to offer. That is why this podcast will encourage, empower, and uplift you. I welcome you warmly to the month of November and invite you to participate in my gratitude giveaway. Simply email Vanessa at bodysoulandmind.info and share with me something specific that you are grateful to God for this month. I'll throw in an extra entry for you if what you're grateful for is unique and or thoughtful. We've been through a lot these past few months and I think a good dose of gratitude would do the soul good. I personally like to start my gratitude practice with the small and mundane and work my way up to the awesome and spectacular. It's a lot of fun, so I hope you'll give it a try. We have a good God and a phenomenal creator, so it should be easy to find something to thank him for. forgot to tell you about the prize. The winner of the November Gratitude Giveaway will win a copy of a brand new book called More Power To You. I chose this book because Margaret Feinberg is one of my favorite authors, and her book is filled with powerful declarations of truth that will be sure to help you through this difficult time. Life really is hard, but I've learned that when you cast out the lies and live in the truth of who God has created you to be, You live in your purpose, and you live free from the chains of this fallen world. Hi friends! I'm so glad that you've been enjoying the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast and wanted you to know that if you'd like to support this podcast and its message, any contribution would be greatly appreciated. I've decided that if we can get up to $300 in the first 60 days, I'll send a special gift to all those who have contributed. To donate $0.99, $4.99, or $9.99 a month to this podcast, simply click the Anchor link in the notes of this show. Once you're on the Anchor homepage of the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast, click the middle button that says support. Select your amount and enter your info. It's quick and easy and will make a great impact in the lives of my family. Hi friends! In today's bonus episode, I'm bringing you something new, but it won't be new for long as I intend to share these with you every month. Today I'll be sharing a sample from my current new work in progress, a brand new book called The Relevant Old Testament. I've been sampling it out to readers and so far they're eating it up. I could not be more happy about this. I'm so glad they're enjoying it and benefiting from what they read. Marilyn said, 
The way you can put it in today's language really does connect the Old Testament to us now. God is certainly giving deep understanding and you communicate it so well. This would be a great daily devotional book that gives encouragement, especially when life is so hard now for so many people in so many different ways. Sharon said, Oh girl, this is good. I like the intro because it draws you in to want to read more. The getting started is a great transition from your intro. I appreciate the fact you clarify in the beginning, believer and follower, pure gold. Is it is sad to see so many believers, but not followers. I'm excited to get the next sample. Marilyn and Sharon, I thank you for your kind words and for taking the time to give these samples a read. Today, dear listener, I'm going to share with you the first two samples of this book. Message me if you'd like to send some feedback my way. The Relevant Old Testament, a devotional. Practically applying God's Word in your life. Intro. Do you struggle to read the Bible because it seems a little dry and confusing? That used to be me. I knew I was supposed to read it, but I just could not wrap my head around it. I said a simple prayer that forever changed my life. Dear God, if you want me to read your word, please help me understand it. I almost instantly understood God's word, and my relationship with him changed forever. The prayer for understanding remains as consistent as my practice of reading the Bible. Since that prayer, not only has my confusion over the Bible cleared up, but God tossed in a bonus. I have found that God has given me a knack for explaining what I understand to other women like me. Women of God who struggle with perfectionism, otherwise known as not enough syndrome, that follows them around wherever they go. They want a happy life, but cannot figure out why most of the time they are still battling the same demons. They struggle with getting caught up in the storms of life, which actually keep them busy enough that they don't have time to even read their Bible, let alone understand it. Does that sound like you? If not, maybe you're newer to your faith and really haven't gotten into studying God's Word yet. You know you want to, but because it's so foreign to you, you don't know where to start. Well then, this book is for you too. 1 Corinthians 3.2 I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger, and you still aren't ready. Hebrews 5.12 You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's Word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. To be practical with my faith, I choose to be an example of these verses. I have been a believer for so long now that I feel strongly led to teach others. I see clearly the longtime believers who week after week need to be reminded of the same basic things over and over. Perhaps this is because they aren't practicing their faith out in the real world. Don't let this be you. If this is you, God considers you a baby believer who can't eat solid foods, and that's okay because you are here seeking more. 
Not only will this book help you grow in your faith and relationship with Jesus Christ, but it will help you learn to walk in it. That means you will be living in the promises of God. You will be living in his truth versus living in the deceptive world where Satan rules. It is where you will find your freedom that until now you have only heard about. Hebrews 5, 13 through 14. Anyone who has to drink milk is still a baby without experience in applying the word about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, for those whose faculties have been trained by continuous exercise to distinguish good from evil. I invite you on a journey from where you are now into a strong and beautiful, mature follower of Christ. Before you get scared and put this book down, let me put your mind at ease. I am no scholar. I work with the Holy Spirit and the mind that he gave me. The thing I'm most excited about in sharing this devotional style book with you is that I'm just like you. I speak your language. I share my personal applications and make this real, raw, and vulnerable. I am a fan of writing this way and in fact living this way because this is how we connect with one another through the sharing of our experiences. I was inspired to create this devotional when I noticed how many times people would tell me, I love your insights on what you've read. I've heard it for a while now and always feel blessed to know I'm being used. It appears now that God wants me to get this into the hands of more believers so that they can become strong followers. Through this guide, you'll explore scriptures and be challenged to see them with fresh eyes. There will be time to reflect and really let all that you've swallowed digest. My goal for you is that you will receive practical application and understanding of God's word in your own life. I have been hearing Bible stories and reading the Bible over the span of my whole life, and there was usually a disconnect between the characters and myself. I found myself dismissing them or even judging them at times when they were being foolish. God blessed me by giving me a fresh new perspective while reading through his word, and it allowed me to start connecting with the characters in such beautiful ways. What was once boring or even rote text became words full of life and color. I can see how the entire Bible is intertwined with God's message for us. And while I'm willing to admit that full understanding of God's word will never be mine, I also know that the Bible has new life to me. It is full of rich meaning and vibrant stories. It is truly a delight that my soul looks forward to every day. And that's what I want for you, dear reader. My purpose for writing this book is to allow you to connect with the Word of God in a real way. I feel that many don't study God's Word and learn more of Him because they feel the Bible is irrelevant, outdated. I want to show you that it is very much alive and well. Hebrews 4.12 For the Word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and piercing as far as the division of the soul and spirit of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Shall we get started? Getting started. I feel it's important to first clarify the difference between a believer and a follower. 
This will help you as you go through this practical book of applying your faith. Believer Someone who believes that Jesus is the Son of God and through his death on the cross, we have salvation. We are saved from eternal damnation and now possess eternal life. A believer has received this gift of salvation and believes that the Bible is the Word of God, alive and active. A believer is a hearer of God's Word. Most often they attend church and maybe even a Bible study or two. They believe in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Believers may struggle with fleshly temptations like greed and envy. They struggle with keeping God first in their life because as only a hearer of God's word, they often get confused and what the right thing to do is in our everyday kind of life. They worry about bills, illness, meetings, what after school programs their kids are in, their job and relationships, whether they are accepted or rejected. So basically all the things that non-believers struggle with. Follower. Someone who not only believes that Jesus is the Son of God and everything that was just read above, but because of their belief, they have committed their life to living in the truth of God's Word. They study the Bible. They pray without ceasing. They live by the fruits of the Spirit. They allow the Spirit to work through them, and they teach others how to do the same. Followers do what God asks even if it's unpopular, difficult, or seems impossible. They live boldly and courageously because they know that honoring God is the only thing that matters, and that when they honor God, they also honor their fellow man and womankind. A follower is a doer of God's word. They don't live by the standards of society, the world. They choose to live by faith and walk in the light. Followers struggle with the enemy. The enemy is angry that he doesn't have a hold on them in as many ways as he does believers. Followers have learned to focus on the bigger picture, life and death, truth and lies. So the enemy has to work harder and attack the mind. He constantly tries to distract followers from their faith, which is why followers have to commit to strengthening their mind every day. Where do you stand today? Are you a believer or a follower? Old Characters Applicable Lessons In the Beginning I am excited to dig into God's Word with you, specifically the Old Testament, because I believe it gets a bad rap. My prayer is that by the time you finish this book, God's Word will be as alive and active to you as it is to me. Where better to start this journey than at the beginning? Paradise Moments in God's Love What can we learn from Adam and Eve? Read chapter 3 of Genesis before you continue. What emotions do you feel when you read about Adam and Eve's fall? You can pause this recording to read that chapter. If you are like most believers, you've probably had a beef with Adam and Eve. Why did they have to mess up and curse this very land we live on today? To Adam he said, 
Because you listened to your wife and ate the fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Genesis three seventeen through 19 You might ask, why did they have to be so weak? They had everything they could possibly need at their fingertips. In fact, they didn't even have to work for those beautiful fields of lush vegetation. Their only purpose in life was to walk with God, and they still chose sin. Adam and Eve had a bad case of FOMO, fear of missing out. Walking with their creator wasn't enough for them. They thought maybe that there was something more. Is walking with your creator enough for you? I think we all have this fear of missing out in some capacity. I know for me, in my stage of life, I fear missing out on all that God has planned for me, which is why I diligently seek his will and his ways day after day. Yours might be different, and truly it doesn't really matter what shade of fear it is. The remedy is the same. Living in the promises of God and reminding yourself of the truth that is Jesus Christ more than you remind yourself of your fears and doubts. In my lowest times, when I began to doubt that God really loves me, I remember the garden in Genesis. I think of how beautiful it was and how much he loved it. Then I remember that his favorite creation was mankind. Read Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 31. In every other day he created, God saw that it was good. But when he created man in his image, he said that it was very good. After reading Genesis 1, 26-31, write down what you notice. Say a prayer for understanding and read it again. Did God speak to you? What message did he have for you? Feel free to pause the recording now. As I've read through the creation story many times, I have come to visualize what it looked like to live with God in that time. It always makes me close my eyes and then I smile. I believe the creation story is so important. Not only does the story show us how life began, it shows us God's perfect and original intention for us, which was to walk and talk with Him in paradise. In other words, He wants us to be with Him. He created the garden in a way that no one needed to work it. It was there to be enjoyed, until sin. It's sad to think that we could be enjoying that paradise right now, if not for sin. But God had to do it. He had to create an option. One where He alone was enough, and one where He wasn't. I encourage you, when life feels hard, think about that perfect garden in paradise where your only purpose was to be with God. It's true, sin took that reality away, but not for always. It's possible to catch glimpses of that garden here. I personally seek 
the Garden of Paradise as often as I can. My favorite way to experience paradise with God is on a hike. Many people feel closest to God in nature. Many times I've had my paradise moments in my car. I think it must be the big window in front of my face, allowing me to see so much beauty at any time of day or in any season. God skip. God speaks to me in my car more frequently than anywhere in my home, which is why sometimes I have to stop what I'm doing and go for a quick drive, or even just sit in my driveway with the door open, depending on the weather. Feeling the cool breeze combined with the warm sun. These glimpses of paradise remind me of all God has for me, how good it feels just to be in His presence, just like He intended way back at the beginning of time. Here's a glimpse into one of my paradise moments. Just a quick trip inside the house and my veins rushed with anxiety. I tried to prepare myself before going inside so that I could keep the peace and calm that surrounded me. I didn't want to go inside. I didn't even want to move. I was so deliciously wrapped up in the present. Approximately two hours of pure paradise. My temporary paradise was found in my ugly backyard and my freshly dried hammock. I think what made it work was that my eyes were fixed on the heavens. God is always with me, but in this backyard vacation, I felt him so strongly and I didn't want to leave. Tears welled up in my eyes as I read Becca Bowman's beautiful book, Can't Steal My Joy, but not the kind that stung. The tears that felt like dew on a colorful petal, soft and gentle. I found this paradise because there was nothing to distract me from the presence of God. Not my phone, not my beautiful family, not even my thoughts distracted me. They were all in agreement with the truth of God's love. As I finally coaxed myself out of my hammock and planted my feet on the ground, I delayed my return into the house for just a bit longer by finally taking the time to untangle the webs of my hammock. I never have the patience for it, but right now I did. So much quiet in my soul and in my mind. The movement of the leaves, the fluttering of birds and butterflies, all added to the presence and glory of God. God lives inside my house too, but I didn't want to go in, not yet. For the first time in weeks, I was experiencing the most peace I've ever had. We were meant for paradise, and like today, I'll experience more glimpses of it. But while on earth, God calls us to serve, to love, to share the good news. So for now, the most I can do is armor up in the power and love of God and go back inside. I would have stayed out longer, but I had to pee. From Adam and Eve and the creation story, I learned two very important things. One, you will never miss out when you are living for and with God. Two, God wants to walk through this life with you in each moment, every day. Thanks for being with me today. And remember, if you'd like to support this podcast, please head over to the main page and click support. Let's keep practicing walking in truth. Take care.